And I'm just so done with the officiating discussion. I feel like nobody really cares until it's my team that gets screwed. Then I want to talk about officiating. Oh, yeah. But everybody else's games, I don't care about the Steelers and the Bears. Are you kidding me? And you want to talk about whether or not the Bears linebacker, Cassius Marsh, he said after the game he got hip-checked by the ref. What are you even doing in the vicinity of the referee? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy hump day. Welcome inside the RP Show. Where's my bell? That's just because it's Wednesday, Moose. How are you doing? I'm doing great. That's good. Yeah, really good. You? Uh, uh, I'm doing good. I'm just tweeting the links here for the program to watch. Will people understand if I just put YT? They'll get what I mean, right? Yeah, I think so. On YouTube? Yeah, that's lingo now. And if I say Canada, that'll cover it, don't you think? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to use a Carrie Bryce, uh, Carrie Price gif. Good idea. Here. Uh, to promote today's show, where you can listen live at rodpeterson.com. <clears throat> yeah. Love me some Carrie Price. How you doing? I'm amazing. That's good. Yeah. I got some stories um, before we get into what we're going to do today. Sure. Clark has just told me that our first hour guest has bailed. So, scratch. Jesse Granger from The Athletic Las Vegas. That's okay. I can handle it. You can handle it. You're going to oh, yeah. be asked to stick around a little longer now or one of them. Can you handle it? It's not in my contract, but I'll right, do it. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, we might ask for a little more audience participation than normal. But Jesse Granger from The Athletic in Las Vegas, something came up. So that's unfortunate. In hour two, John Paddock's going to be with us from God's team, the Regina Pats Hockey Club. Is he, did he say he was coming in, Clark, or is he doing it over the video? Video? Yeah. He had knee surgery, and he barely made it up the stairs the last time he was here. The former head coach of the Winnipeg Jets and Ottawa Senators, now the GM, the Regina Pats will be joining us on a Pats game day. There's a whole lot going on, and I just want to, for some reason, I'm a little tired. Part of the reason is I've been traipsing all over this city today, and the reason is I'm trying to find a black tie moose. Do you know how hard it is to find a black tie before 11 a.m. Central? Why'd you need a black tie? Because I'm going to an event tonight with the Canadian Armed Forces, and you use the term from your guy, Ari Gold, you got to eat hurt sometimes, you got to... yeah. Do a couple of events. So there's a black tie event. It's called the Arbenstice Dinner. They do it every, uh, in all major centers the night before Remembrance Day. And we gather, and I've been asked for years to go to this. And the black tie that I had has a team logo on the bottom of it. And I'm like, ah, that's not serving me anymore. Right. So I was trying to find a black tie today. Mr. Big and Tall didn't open until 11 because I'm big and tall. Uh, Colin O'Brien's, which normally clothiers me, uh, yeah. not open yet. You'd think Walmart... Might have a black tie. Sold out! So did you, you find one? No! Okay, I got you. Do you? Okay. Yeah, I got you. In the sweatpants capital, they're sold out of black ties. How ironic is that? Although I could have had one, a zip-up one from Walmart, and I just thought, With a clip-on. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but it only would come down to my belly button, so not, not having it. So anyways, i got to find this black tie before tonight. And then race over to the Pats game. I'll be ripping off my black tie, but I'll still be in the George Clooney look. Yep. Black suit, white shirt, Bob's your uncle. Where okay. we go. All right. So those are the guests. Let's hit the quick six show topic. Horn, please. <laughs> Who doesn't look a day older, uh, even though yesterday was his birthday? 
Um, what a night for hockey last night, by the way. And we do have our NHL top five and bottom five coming up on this Wednesday, which I'm sure our social media guy Nelson's ready to release at a moment's notice. But here's what went on last night. Still minus their head coach and several regulars. The San Jose Sharks prevailed 4-1 Tuesday over the Flames in their saddle dome. Captain Logan Couture scored the third period winner for San Jose. Sharks were without head coach Bob Bugner and seven players. Uh, for Boogie, it was his fifth straight game that he missed. San Jose's 3-1-1 one, one without him, Darren. You and I went to the movie last night with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. Red Notice. That's it. I came back and watched the game, and I saw Kelly Rudy saying on the broadcast that there were 12 players on the Sharks that had 50 or less games experience in the NHL. He's like, I can't believe they're beating the Flames. It was very entertaining to watch. Do you know what that, all that tells me is? The difference between the NHL and the AHL is very slim. That's what that tells me. Yeah. You know, and we said this in the NFL, right? Every team in the National Football League is a good football team. Not by top NFL standards, but they're all good. The margin of victory, even when you have a blowout game, is so small. NHL, it's even smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. I'm still trying to get the Carey Price gift going, mm. so uh, don't mind me. There's so many great Carey Price gifts. Did you know that? There we go. Uh, just imagine if an NFL team had half their roster was had to go into pro, COVID protocol, could a CFL team come in, and could you go and upset the team that didn't have the COVID protocol break? I don't think you could. Right? So that's yeah. the difference. I'm just saying the NHL and the AHL, for those that know the game, like Ron Dugay and me, you would know that. It's not a really big difference between the two leagues. Anyways, a highlight real goal by Adrian Kempe gave Los Angeles a 3-2 overtime victory over Montreal last night. Extended the win streak for the Kings to six games. It's weird. They've won six in a row, but until they went out on this roadie in eastern Canada, they hadn't won a road game all year. It's odd. It's mm-hmm. an odd quirk. Uh, Patrice Bergeron scored the tie-breaking goal late in the second, and the Boston Bruins held on to beat the shorthanded Ottawa Senators 3-2. The Sands were without five players and an assistant coach in COVID protocol. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood made 34, uh, 34 saves, and the New Jersey Devils upset Florida 7-3. Vladislav Nemesnikov scored in the first period and second, and uh, that helped lead Detroit past Edmonton 4-2. Jesse Puljarvi scored in a breakaway with 34.2 seconds left in the second, and Connor McDavid uh, added his ninth for the Oilers. Stuart Skinner stopped 35 shots in his season debut. Uh, Martin Nakesh scored from the left circle, 326 into overtime in Carolina, won its 10th game of the season, 3-2 over Tampa. Shea Theodore and Riley Smith scored 46 seconds apart early in the third to lift the Vegas Golden Knights over the Seattle Kraken, 4-2. And just a couple more, the Vancouver Canucks put up a late rally Tuesday but couldn't complete a comeback against the Anaheim Ducks, who won 3-2 at Rogers Arena. Don't look now, but how about the Ducks? Mm-hmm. Quack, quack. How about that? Right. And uh, Ryan O'Reilly scored the only goal in the shootout, and the St. Louis Blues beat the Jets 3-2 in Winnipeg. Eight skaters took shots in the contest with O'Reilly deking and putting the puck past Jets goalie Connor Hellebuck. Kyle Connor and Neil Pionk scored for the Jets, who are now 6-3-3. And Marc-Andre Fleury made 42 saves, and then two more stops in the shootout, and the Blackhawks won again under new coach Derek King by topping the Pittsburgh Penguins 3-2. So that's what happened last night. Before we get into Carey Price, and I also want to talk about uh, Aaron Rodgers. I want to talk about Canada's Game of the Week in the CFL. I want to play Deal or No Deal with you. It's a good thing we got a lot of time here in Hour 1. Oh, yeah. Because we got a lot to get through here on the warm-up for E-Cold Electric. 
But why don't we do the NHL top five and bottom five as determined by the Rod Peterson show and the guy whose name is on the show, me. Are you ready to go with the top yeah. five? Bottom? Let's go. I haven't seen this. It's changed a little bit from last week. The number one team in the National Hockey League, the Florida Panthers. There's no intrigue at all because it's on the screen right now. Yes, they've lost two in a row. Doesn't matter. They beat the Hurricanes in that clash of the unbeatens on Saturday night. The top two teams in the NHL. Florida for now is still the number one team in the NHL. The Carolina Hurricanes are next in terms of points and a lot of other things. Carolina is still very good. And they won last night in Tampa. That's not easy to do. Number three, the Edmonton Oilers, despite losing in Detroit, because not many do that. The Oilers are still off to their best start in franchise history. They're the third best team in the NHL. St. Louis Blues came out of nowhere. And they are leading the Central Division still. Break up the Blues. And the number five team in the National Hockey League is the Calgary Flames. Their loss last night to the Enderman San Jose Sharks notwithstanding. I don't think this is so much of an argument. Are you ready to go with the bottom five in the National Hockey League? Yeah. Whew. Fifth worst team in the NHL is Vancouver. Can't win for losing. Fourth worst team in the National Hockey League is the Chicago Blackhawks, and now they've made a coaching change. First firing in the NHL, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That's why. They're bad. Looks like they're coming around. Number three, the Seattle Kraken. Congrats to Seattle. They've moved up to the third worst team in the NHL from last week. Number two, the Montreal Canadiens. I'm sorry. It hurts me to say it, but your record is what you are. Who said it? John, John Lynch. Lynch. And the worst team in the National Hockey League, the Arizona Coyotes, who are unfortunately historically bad. That's your NHL top five, bottom five. Or agree or disagree with any. LA's not on there anymore. They're moving no, up. No, well, they've so, won six in a row, Exactly. Dude. You heard so what I they, said. They were on there last week. Um, no, it's a good list. You know, I think Flames fans... You look at some of those top teams, though. Florida's coming off a couple losses. Um, Edmonton's loss. Calgary's loss. So it is very fragile a little bit at the moment, and it might change. But, uh, no, pretty good. I like it. Can somebody argue with me, please, on the top five? Because I'm, I'm just nailing it. And the bottom five. I'd like to have a little pushback. Yeah. So far, there's been none. Point two, uh, Carey Price has broken his silence after voluntarily entering the NHL's player assistance program more than a month ago. The superstar goalie issued a statement last night through the Montreal Canadiens and also posted it to his Instagram, saying in the post that he entered a residential treatment facility for substance abuse. He didn't need to do that, but he did. And then he rejoined the Habs on Sunday. He has not returned to practice. Instead, he has met with the team's trainers to come up with a plan to get back into shape. He met with his teammates Tuesday for the first time since entering the program. Pretty good article on The Athletic uh, this morning, and I'm not sure, can't remember the writer's name. Talked a lot about Kerry Price. I've been around Kerry. I'm not sure that I've ever actually met him. We're in the Western Hockey League at the same time. We talked about the pressure of being the starting goaltender for the Montreal Canadiens. Can you imagine? The writer said, an intensely private guy in an intensely public position. And... He used substances as a way to deal with stress. And not a good road. Right. Right? Ended him in treatment. And this is a day. It's 11-11, by the way. See, a good news omen. 11-11 for Kerry Price. Everybody said, oh, so sad that he went into the player assistance program. No, it's a great thing. He spent 14 years in inner turmoil. Did you see he said that... He's neglected his own mental health for far too long. It's been 14 years at least of that. 
Imagine what he's capable of now. Right. He took him to the Stanley Cup final last year and was a train wreck personally. His own admission. So I'm very proud of him for having the stones to stand up. And he didn't have to say why he went in. And I'm not sure why he did other than it does feel good to get that off your chest and go public with your story. I don't suggest that for everybody, however. It can break some people. But in the case of Kerry, in a statement, he said that the respect and the privacy afforded to him and his family has helped him in his recovery. The support. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just love that. I've always loved Kerry Price. He's on our desk, and I just think it's a great story. It's a great you? story. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, imagine what he's capable of now. You know, now that he's getting some help and trying to get on this, this path and not just keeping things inside, it's a good thing. The warm-up's brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come see our sales staff and in-house specialists for all your electrical needs. Uh, we got a lot to get through here. As I said, Canada's Game of the Week in the CFL, deal or no deal. The Major League Baseball GM meetings are on in some sunny locale. I'm not sure where, but everybody's wearing a golf shirt. And you see the Blue Jays' uh, management speaking, so we'll get to that. And a massive football weekend here. But I do want to spend the time that's left in this segment here on Aaron Rodgers, and I'll tell you why. I kind of, I'm going to a new gym facility right now, so I'm not seeing my normal buds, and that's where I get a lot of my um, topics, right? But the, what, what's the locker room talk with guys? Right. But in the absence because of that, because we're still in COVID, of course, I'm still receiving text messages from my crew, and a lot of them want to talk about Aaron Rodgers. I guess they weren't watching last week when I said I'm sick of Aaron Rodgers, because I'm still sick of Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure he's a nice enough guy. He seems like a lot of my football friends who are refusing to get vaccinated for a variety of reasons. And it's interesting, by the way, when he came out and said, uh, I apologize for those that took my comments the wrong way. Right. It's like me saying, I'm sorry you're offended. I said you look fat in those pants. Right. I'm sorry that you got upset about that. Not sorry that I said it, <laughs> but I'm sorry the way you took it. See this similarity here with what? That's the way I took the Aaron. He's like, I'm not sorry that I lied. I'm sorry that you felt that you were misled by what I said. That's Nar the sense narcissism, that I isn't it? Uh, gas. Eh. It's a little, How about lying? <laughs> How about that? It's a little bit of everything, you know. You know, I'm not really apologizing for my actions or what I said, or I don't feel bad, but I just feel bad that you took it the wrong way. It's your fault. It didn't really sit that well with a lot of people. And the more I see it across social media and across mainstream media, it's not sitting well with a lot of people. You know, the way he's handled this situation now. He gets the fine. The team is, what, three hundred grand uh, fined, and he gets a little over $14,000, between fourteen dollars and $15,000. That's not a big deal. That's a speed bump. I mean, they, they equated this to an average American getting a $30 fine. Right. I don't know about you, but I like my money. I don't like getting $30 tickets. I don't know. About, but I guess you're Bobby Big Wheel over there. You no. can blow money on tickets. <laughs> but, but that's how we feel. I mean, <laughs> we, I, we hate getting parking tickets, right? Yeah, I but, hate it. But it's nothing more than a parking ticket. It's not going to cripple us. No. It's not going to cripple us. It does suck, though. And it's a huge inconvenience because they won't let you pay it right away, even though the parking guy is like I right there. pay it right now. Like, yeah. here, let me peel off a couple of 20s and away we go. In America, you can do that. But you can't do that. And... So not a huge deal, but now that he's been fined and disciplined once, if he continues to not follow the protocols, then it becomes severe. Suspension, draft picks, bigger fines, that type of thing. But uh, it's a mess, and it's not going over well. I think that Aaron Rodgers will face 
more than just the fines. I mean, the public opinion, he really made a fool of it himself when he said, I consulted with Joe Rogan on this. Right. Right there. Really? <laughs> Dr. Joe Rogan. He's just getting mocked mercilessly for that. Forget about all the doctors. He went to the UFC color commentator who told him it's okay not to. Wow, Aaron. So I think, what do they say when you're in a hole? Stop digging. And he's not. He's not. He's still digging away. Anyways, when we come back, for you people that are CFL fans, we'll get into Canada's Game of the Week, and you're going to decide it. We'll play deal or no deal for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. we got a lot to get to, okay? That's coming up right after this break. You're watching on the Game Plus Television Network, live streaming on YouTube, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.